This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. To the 1912 Exiles podcast, the Newport County podcast made by the fans for the fans. I am Ed. It's Valentine's Day. Where better to spend the most romantic evening of the year than at Rodney Parade uh, as Newport County come off the back of back-to-back wins? Isn't that a nice thing to say? Uh, We heard, obviously, from Ian at the weekend in an emotional audio match diary from the game at Barrow. Um, I am your guide to this evening's game against Stevenage. Uh, I'm about to head off to the port and potentially meet up with a few friendly faces along the way. But by way of an introduction, I want to start with an apology because in the last podcast that I did, I was critical of a certain Mr. Mickey Dimitriou, um, who you know, has not had the best starts to 2023, I think it's fair to say, with a couple of errors here and there. But it was him, wasn't it, on Saturday, who popped up with that late header to secure the three points at Barrow and to, um, yeah, lay down a marker, really. So, Mickey, if you're listening, I am sorry, you are 100% the top dog uh, at the moment in that county squad. And if you can get another goal tonight, that would be a lovely thing. But... Let's focus on tonight's game. Up against Stevenage, probably one of the big surprise teams in the division this season. I think many of them, uh, many of us expected them to be down the bottom struggling and instead they are in the promotion hunt. Managed by convicted fraudster Steve Evans, so we can expect lots of the usual jiggery-pokery going on tonight around the margins. Um, perhaps not a particularly large away crowd, Possibly not even that big a home crowd, given that many people will be taking their other halves out for romantic meals tonight. But let's go and find out and see what happens in the port. So here on the Hazel's Terrace, it's a lovely, clear evening. Everyone seems to be in quite a good, optimistic mood. And I've bumped into friend of the pod, all-round good egg, Oliver Allen. Ollie, how are you doing? Not too bad, Ed. Not too bad. So... We've got a few changes. Uh, Zanzal has been dropped, McNeil's been dropped, and instead we've got a, a front line of Bogle and Kavanagh. Now, I think you and I have got different theories about why that is. I, I'm going on the basis that um, they've been brought in to try and tire out Stevenage, and then on like 70 minutes, we're going to bring on the pace of Zanzala and the pace of McNeil and nick it at the end. 
but you think it's more of a, well, you call it a pick and mix approach and seeing about the best partnership. So, you know, tell us what you reckon. Yeah, well, I mentioned the term pick and mix. It was sort of like, um, not last season, but the season before, where we tried a few partnerships, saw what worked, and we ended up on passing our minds to Lewis Collins. Um, over the transfer window, we've definitely brought in a lot more attacking options. We've got quality options now. And I think this is a time now where we've got to experiment, we've got to see who works, and we've got to see which partnership is going to get us the best finish this season. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot more quality up front, and yeah, you, you're right, there are more options. I guess we just have to wait and see tonight how it goes. I, I think probably we're going to settle ultimately on Zanzala and Kavanaugh as the big two, but um, McNeil has shown what he can do. I, I'm with you. I think Bogle has got um, a, a, a part to play in this season still. I think he could still uh, prove decisive in some games, but he just needs to get his mojo back. But um, yeah, well, as you can tell, the PA system has been turned up to 11. There's a, a preponderance of men around tonight who either are single or have very understanding other halves. And uh, yeah, we're all ready for a, a good game of football. So um, the other thing to note we were just talking about was uh, Alex Gilby in the starting lineup for Stevenage, who, blink and you'd miss it, played five games for County back in 2016. I'm going to be unfair now, Ollie. Any memories of Alex Gilby in an amber shirt? <laughs> um, no disrespect to him, but I can't remember many of them, but that might be down to the fact that he played five games for us. But um, I just hope he doesn't have a good game tonight. Yeah, uh, the other name in their, their starting lineup that sent a shiver down my spine was Jake Forster Kasky, who. Uh, I definitely have clocked him before as being a useful threat. So we'll see what he does. Uh, the mascots are out in front of us waving their flags. We are ooh, seven minutes from kickoff. And uh, yeah, wait for the teams to come out. So here we go. Come on the port. Well, we've got all of two minutes on the clock. And Stevenage have broken the offside trap and got a goal. Um, court is completely cold, I think, didn't it, Ollie? We just, just weren't ready for it. Yeah. It's, it's a staple of a Newport County side. We always take the first five, ten minutes to kind of settle in the game of having our feet. And Stevenage have just come in. They've been the better of the two sides. As you said, they broke the offside trap. A little bit of controversy about whether it was offside or what not. It'll be one for the replays. Uh, but no, not not great start. No, I, I, it looked onside from where I was. Norris, it was who got credited with it and. Yeah, I think we just got caught napping. Um, yeah, not good. Key thing tonight was don't go behind. Certainly don't go behind early. Um, but that's where we are. So now we need to see a, a Coco comeback. Well, there we go. 42nd minute. And who should pop up but this man? And fair play, Ollie. You uh, you were the one who called it. You said pre-match that uh, yeah he was going to come back in and have a stormer. So what do you make of that? Um, yeah, he's definitely looked like a, a new player today. On Russell Weathers because now he's got competition and he knows he's not guaranteed a place. But he's looked a lot more energetic. He's looked a lot more intelligent. He's put a lot more of himself into the game. He made an excellent run to try and find the space to get yeah I mean he's chased so many lost causes and got to balls he had no right to get to tonight that time simple ball through 
great control with his first touch and then lashed it home with his second. So, yeah, coming up to half time, back on level terms and, um, yeah, all to play for. I mean, when we went behind, I, I was grumbling and grousing to you and saying, oh, don't fancy us to come from behind. We're never great when we when we uh, concede the first goal. But, yeah, we've dragged ourselves kicking and screaming back into it and, uh, yeah, in with a shout. few pelters coming in the uh, direction of the linesman as, uh, as he walked off at half time he's certainly angered a lot of the home fans I thought probably he, got, he made the right call for the goal uh, for Stevenage I think he, what the, the player was just on but I th- he's definitely got a couple of others bang wrong um, but yeah it's been a, a kind of a scintillating first half I think I said after the Swindon game it's the most entertained I've been under a Copland side and this has been right up there as well it's been good end-to-end stuff some blood and thunder challenges plenty of shots going off um Newport had a decent penalty shout at one point Aaron Lewis went down and it, but yeah I, I think as we were saying it's kind of been the Omar Bogle show really he's he's looked lively he's looked busy chased the ball um and yeah got his got his reward so uh yeah it's been a a good first half uh, there's a few negatives I think Ollie um, the uh the, the, the set pieces and uh, crosses have not been great, have they? No. I feel That's like we've came to this either we're great at them or we're not so great at them. Tonight is one of those days where we've not been so great. Head to the first man, not getting to the players we need to get into. It's not been our strong suit tonight. The one takeaway for me at half-time is how well we responded to going down so early on in the match. I think I said to you just after the goal, if we can get back into it, we're probably the better team the two. I think we've definitely proven that tonight. That's one, we two, four, nine, that one. we can give Stephen the game, regardless of where they are on the table. We've got that that core, that solidity, and I we're not going to go down, and we're not going to ease up on them. Yeah, I think that's that's exactly right. Um, Charles Lee's worked really hard in midfield again. Uh, the, the two fullbacks have looked good, so there's yeah, there's plenty of positives. But yeah, we need to make a bit more of the set pieces and the the crosses that have gone into the back post too high and too long every time. Uh, yeah, if we can just find our range, we might be in with a bit of a shout. But um, yeah, it's been entertaining. It's been good value, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't like to call it just yet. So we'll see what happens when the. Uh, when the team's come out for the second half and hopefully the PA announcer will have quietened down by that point. Well, this is going to be my second apology of the uh, of the episode. Having apologised right at the start to Mickey Dimitri, I'm now going to apologise to Stevenage, which was not something I expected to happen. Because when their keeper went down in like the 29th minute, I was saying to Ollie, oh, he's feigning an injury. This is classic, uh, classic convicted fraudster Steve Evans, you know, getting his team to uh, have a little little breather so he can give them some instructions and stuff. Nothing wrong with this keeper. But at half-time, they've taken him off and brought on this lad who you were just looking him up. Yeah, Adam Price back. He's just had a long spell at Warsaw, played no games. He's played no games for Stephen so far, so this is his... Uh, it's a chance to show to Steve Evans what he can do. Well, let's pepper that goal with some shots and find out, shall we? Um, so, yeah, but despite my cynicism, actually, yeah, the goalkeeper was injured, so I feel a little bit uh, chastened about that. 
Um, but yeah, we're all set to go now in the second half. There is the whistle and Aaron Lewis gets us underway. Goal for Stevenage in the 49th minute, number 11, Jordan Roberts. Well, our friend the PA announcer has beat me to it. Um, carbon copy, really, wasn't it, Ollie? A couple of minutes into the half and defence just fell asleep. We fallen asleep not long before that to give away the corner. And then, yeah, just, uh, I don't know, felt like he had all the space in the world at the back post to finish that one. Yeah, I mentioned it in the, uh, in the first half after we conceded the first goal. It always seems to take us 10, 15 minutes to wake up and kind of get ourselves into the game defensively. But I think the positive we can take away from the goal, which is a weird thing to take away from it, is we reacted so well to the first goal and it kind of motivated us to get back into the game. So we can only hope for more of the same. Well, let's, uh, let's hope you're right. Um, yeah, we've got it all to do again now. So we've had a pair of substitutions. We've had Evans on for Aaron Lewis and Zanzala on for Kavanaugh. It looks to me, I think you called this, Ollie, that we've decided to play Evans kind of in the hole behind the front two, try and try and for, drag some of these uh, Stevenage defenders out of out of position a bit and maybe rough them up, which is what he's just done there. Have a little shove on them. So I don't know. What do you make of it? It's interesting because in the start of the second half we did talk about um, Will Evans and where he fits into this squad if he doesn't play the striker and I suggested that maybe he plays at the 10 or just behind the two strikers and kind of gets into pockets I know you thought he would be a left wing back similar to what he was trialled as in pre-season so this will be interesting to see how he plays and where he plays because this is essentially and look at the future of Will at Newport County yeah I yeah, completely agree and I think yeah Zanzala coming on for the last 20 minutes is going to be interesting that that will cause all sorts of problems but um, yeah still need to find a goal from somewhere so yeah let's see Eighty second minute and Mr Omar Bogle has just won himself a penalty I mean, if I was a Stevenage fan, I might feel that he'd slightly bought that, but I don't know, from where we were standing and being entirely objective as we are, Ollie, I think that was a, there was a good shout there. The referee seemed convinced. I feel like Stevenage have definitely had their fair share of the decision, so for us to get one, it's not entirely unjust. Well, that, yeah, is. that is certainly true. We have not had the rub of the green until then on, uh, on decisions. And yeah, it looks like Zanzala and Bogle are arguing over who's going to have it. I would be, I'd be putting my house on Omar Bogle having this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both finished it at once. <laughs> <laughs> we, we said just moments before the penalty was given, it felt like there was still a goal in this for one, one team or the other. I'll tell you what, if we can knock this in and take a point from this game, that will be a very good week's worth of, uh, of business for us. Right, Bogle to step up. There we go. Seven minutes to go. Two all. Yeah, back in business. Well, there we go. Full-time whistle's gone. 2-2. Two, two. That felt 
I think, I mean, firstly, that was entertaining. It was good value. And I think probably um, a point suits both sides. Probably a fair reflection on the match as well. Um, I saw the, the Borough Pod lads were just tweeting now saying they were they felt aggrieved by the penalty, which I can I can see, although equally, I think from a county point of view, probably it looked it was one of those that you can argue either way. Um, what are your final kind of closing thoughts on that, Ali? I think we did well to come back from two goals down. Um, well, one goal down twice. Yeah, yeah, one goal down <laughs> twice either. There's been plenty of times, not just this season, but over the past two seasons in Newport County, where we go a goal down and then we kind of switch off and that's the game. But no, we did well to come back twice. I think we played well. It's definitely it's a good point for us. And I was saying earlier on, if you had offered us seven points from nine. Yeah. From those three games yeah. in particular, like they're all tough fixtures. I mean, that's a great return. And yeah. we were just looking at other results tonight. Most of the teams around us have lost. Gillingham won, but I think they're going to be they're going to pull themselves clear. But of the teams who are in the in the the real uh, problem area, they've all pretty much lost. So yeah, it's another point between us and them. So yeah, I think we can be happy with that as a night's work for sure. Great. Well, I'm going to uh, wander back to the car and maybe record a few more thoughts but uh, yeah that's it from uh, from here Ronnie Bray so sitting in the queue to get out of the car park thought I might add a few closing thoughts on that I think the big um, message to take away from today and will doubtless be the headline tomorrow in the Argus is the comeback of Omar Bogle and um, it feels appropriate that on Valentine's night when love is in the air, we can talk a bit about the love-hate relationship between Newport County fans and Omar Bogle, because um, I saw a stat saying that, yeah, tonight were his 10th and 11th goals of the season, but his first ones since October, and that really does show into sharp relief um, the, the season that he's had, because August, September, he was scoring goals like they were going out of fashion. Um, we all thought he was the best thing since sliced bread, and then there was that long protracted spell of yeah goal drought from him people getting on his back you know he was perhaps not reacting well to it but equally fans were were maybe a bit impatient too um and then yeah tonight it felt like he was a man a man possessed a man with a point to prove and yeah he did really well to prove it i thought the 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 two goals were were all about him you know the first one the the chest to control it and then lashing it home the way he did was a, a a tidy finish and then he earned that penalty really well. I know, looking at it, the defender perhaps um, got the ball before the man, but he went to ground. He was quite ungainly in the way that he did so. Um, and yeah, when you do that, you give the referee a, a decision to make, which I think is um, is what happened. And and yeah, Bogle is the the man who managed to do that, and then very very calm to take and, and score the penalty. So. Um, I think Omar Bogle can be very proud of uh, of his night's work. Um, and, yeah, now that hopefully means he's back finding a little bit of form at a key point of the season. The other thing to say, I think, about tonight, and I saw Sean, who does the Newport County Thoughts blog, tweeting about it, is just how bad our set pieces were. Um, I am a massive Adam Lewis fan and a massive Adam Lewis apologist, but... Um, his his corners, his crossing, his free kicks were 
you know, rarely beating the first man. And if they were beating the first man, they were then at the other end of the spectrum going miles off into the distance beyond the back post. And um, I was surprised when we brought Will Evans on that we didn't give him a chance to perhaps take some of those uh, set pieces because, yeah, Adam Lewis is is not nailing those. Um, and if there's something that the team need to work on in training between now and the visit uh, to the Bescott Stadium on Saturday, it is set pieces because we look uh, yeah pretty woeful on those. Um, but yeah, as Ollie said, if you'd offered us seven points from three games against teams in the top half of the table going for promotion, we would have bitten your hand off. Um, other results have gone our way tonight. And yeah, we started to put some daylight uh, at the bottom of the table. And more to the point, I think we have started to really get a sense of um, what Graham Coughlin is all, all about. Um, Stu was asking about, yeah, cockball, what is cockball? Um, but I think we're now starting to see it. You know, we harry and get the ball back quickly uh, in midfield and then try and get it forward to the front players. And I think now that we've got Charles Lee um, doing some of that uh, scurrying around terrier work in midfield, and now we've got uh, in in Kavanagh and McNeil and Zanzala and Bogle, some strikers who are, yeah, perhaps looking sharper than our strikers were early in the season. Um, yeah, we look like a, a, a decent setup. Um, and uh, Coco, who we've tended to think of as this slightly cautious, conservative manager, is happy to throw things, uh, throw the dice and, and throw players forward when we needed to. You know, right at the end, I have no idea what formation we were playing. It was like we just went, well, we'll bring on every single attacking player we can and just try and get a goal because we think we, we can match these. And, and yeah, sure enough, we found it. And um, I think, yeah, Coughlin deserves every credit for for just doing that and, and having a go and it paid off. So, yeah, I am out of the car park and I'm going to drive home a very happy man uh, tonight. And back hopefully after Saturday's game for a review of how Newport County get on against the 2019 Newport County Reenactment Society under Mike Flynn. Um, but until then, keep it kept. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.